Hello, I'm Alex Mitchell, and today I'm with my co-host, Jacob Owen. Say hello, Jacob, with your brand hey, new mic. Hey, everybody. Mic. How's it going? Uh, Jacob's got new mics. We're really up in the quality, you know, on Zoom. I, I'm using my laptop computer, but, uh, you know, overall, it's probably better than ever. Each, each episode of Clown Hour, really. Anyways, we're returning here with a special episode of Clown Hour. Oh, yeah. 2020s been a year you know for some uh, maybe it wasn't bad but for others like myself it's, it's been a pretty awful year and yeah. with the, but i think something that everyone can agree on is that it's it's been a long year and in this long year there's been a lot of clownishness that you know likely has been forgotten about because it's just it's been such a long you know like think about it. we started this podcast jacob way back in like january you know that feels like a Whole yeah. other time from now, you know, it feels like a we whole started it this year, but it feels like two years ago, pretty much to me. I don't know. Yeah, it is weird. This year has lasted about 10, but yeah, I think it's been hellish for most. So, but the yeah, podcast I, has been a bright spot. So there you go. Yeah. Clown hour has been a bright spot and, uh, you know, we're doing well each clown hour is bigger than ever, baby. Not really. We don't have we don't have many active listeners, but you know we just haven't posted in a while. Yep. And you know, Jacob and I thought we could reprise our roles as clowns and discuss what we consider the most clownish clowns moments and maybe trends in 2020. Oh yeah. And you know, I'm just going to do a quick disclaimer here. I mean, you know, we might get tad political. We might just sing some songs. Uh, you know, we are, we are talking about clowns, so it's kind of impossible to avoid politics in some ways. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm not going to argue. Yeah, you know, we'll try to be, uh, you know, not nonpartisan. We'll try to be bipartisan, not centrist either. I hate centrist. We'll try to be bipartisan. Okay, okay. Or, okay. Multipartisan. Uh, you know, I think Jacob, since, you know, Jacob came to me saying that he wanted to do a podcast. And I mean, I came up with the idea and everything, but you know, that's big for Jacob. So Jacob, why don't you take us away with the, the first in our uh, top 10 list of clownish moments? Okay. Okay. Great. Um, God, this is such an honor. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's get to it. Okay. So I, I mean, these moments they're in somewhat of an order, but I don't know. They might be a little bit off, but the first one, um, Okay, anyway, this is a moment too. Dogs. Okay, so in March, I think when we first started it, we didn't start in January. We started in March on the podcast, I believe. And back in March when the pandemic, everyone thought, like, don't touch things. No one was wearing a mask um, and all that. Everyone thought it was like a flu. Well, some people. But anyway, that's not what this is about. So we have the NBA going on. and I'm in a fantasy basketball league, so I'm I'm paying attention this year. And anyway, early March, you had this guy from the Utah Jazz. Um, he's he's their center, Rudy Gobert. He's he's French. Doesn't I don't know why that matters, but he's French. There you go. And uh, he at this press conference on March 9th, um, the word that the virus has come to the U.S. is kind of hit, and people are a little scared reporters give him some space at the podium and he uh he gives his little speech and then he he like puts his long 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 arms almost spider arms out big guy big guy 
and uh, he taps every mic and then he kind of smiles at him and you hear some nervous chuckles from the press and he leaves. And then, you know, everyone's like, okay, ha ha, funny guy there. And then two days later, um, before the game on March 11th, he tests positive for COVID. Was this the guy who licked the doorknobs? No, no, no. He just touched the, all the mics and he shut down the whole NBA. And yeah, so it, he gave a big apology, but he, uh, what power player. Yeah. He's, he's something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, did you just, there's like a TikTok challenge also circulating where it's like, um, I think you had to like lick toilet seats, you know? What? <laughs> yeah. It was a TikTok challenge. I think that happened this yeah, it was this year, I'm pretty sure. And you just like lick toilet seats. It was a fun COVID challenge. Oh, are people trying to get COVID? I, I think so, but, but it was kind of confusing because it's like how I guess is COVID gonna be transmitted that way? Yeah. Maybe if they're licking the toilet wall. Oh, I'm sorry. One second. Yep. yep. Guys, knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> okay. Stop filming. There you go. You gotta love it. Okay. God. But yeah, there was a TikTok challenge. Was the ice cream thing also this year where like people just licked ice cream? That must have been last year. That's right. I'm not the guy to know about TikTok, to be honest with you. Well, no, it was like, I'm not sure if it was a TikTok people thing. People just record themselves. They went to grocery market, grabbed a tub of ice cream, lick it, then put it back. Oh, okay. like jail time or like at least fine for it, I remember. I don't, okay, I don't get it. When we're talking this toilet challenge, are we saying that people went to public bathrooms? or is Yeah, I think so. It had to be public bathrooms. It'd be kind of lame if they just went to their private bathroom. Maybe it was fake. Maybe they put hand sanitizer over it first and then did it. Okay, well, if I walked in and a family member was licking a toilet seat, it would be pretty weird. It might not give them COVID, but I They're doing it for clout, you know. This is the year of clout with COVID-related challenges. Yeah, I I guess the challenges, I don't know. The big parties and the pool parties with the COVID. Ooh. Pool parties. God, what a time to be alive. You know, a lot of people, they, they did great this year, you know. They had probably some great parties. You know, the stocks skyrocketed. They keep on going up. That's almost like the dot-com bubble right now. I know. Those, they're pretty accurate for the economy, I think. They're, you know, the stocks are doing great. God. Oh, Zoom? Invested more. Invested in Zoom. But, you know, focus on uh, your talk, uh, your clownish moment. Uh, I have one thing you say that I kind of thought people didn't really know what COVID was at first, I felt like. Or I mean, yeah. maybe they did. But I just remember, like, hearing a teacher saying that, like, we just did a complete our test. And it was like she had to, like, take 45 minutes before she could touch any of them. And I was like, <laughs> are, you, are you sure you don't get COVID that way? Because I think this is a time we didn't even wear masks. <laughs> Correctly, <laughs> yeah. she was like she took that precaution. And I was like, "That's just a, it's a bit ridiculous." I'm not sure if she was if she was serious. She's a type of person who's too serious, but yeah. So there is that. I don't know. Miles City is still the same way. You go Walmart, uh, maybe you get twenty percent people wearing masks. Oh, no COVID in the dirty MC. No okay. COVID. That's why only one in ten people have contracted it. <laughs> Oh, that's why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the whole, it's weird when you think about how no one was wearing a face covering at all. Yeah. Uh, I remember flying home and everyone's like, you got to wipe everything down on the plane, wipe your seat down, 
wipe everything. The guy next to me was like mocking me. It was very weird. But uh, I wasn't wearing a mask. So pretty much I could have easily been infected and then everyone would have like been very confused. Yeah. Now that's weird. Um, that's I don't, there's no, and everything was like just flying off store shelves. Oh yeah. Hoarding and yeah. Society. Very, uh, very stable. Um, anyway, let's, let's get off humans for a second. Enough of that. Uh, let's get to some bears. I don't know if you've seen this, but, uh, I, I heard about it by chance. Um, and I and I didn't follow it that much. I I just found it amusing looking at these bears. Um, there's this thing, I think in bears. Are you saying like the animal? Yeah, bears, the oh. animal. And uh, I'm trying to see what week it was. I want to say like October, but um, I don't know. Sometime this fall, there's this thing called Fat Bear Week, and this clownish moment is not exactly. I don't think. This was an entertaining thing. I'm not mocking the people that created it. Um, it got 646,282 votes. Um, and I think this is all based on like bear cam views. And you, they pretty much make a bracket like March Madness and vote on the fattest bears that people see on these cameras. And you should see some of these past winners. We got, who won this year? I think it's 747. Uh, we got 435 Holly. God dang, she she's big. Um, anyway, uh, God, these I don't know, man. I don't know. Did you hear about this at all? Oh, what's the clownishness about it? You know, they're just they're just bearing out. I mean, oh, no. look, I I don't know how to describe it. When, but what I heard about describe this, describe what a guy looks like. That 735 pound guy. I know. Okay. Yeah. No, great point. Great point. So we got a bear in a river. We have, um, you know, a normal bear. I don't know what to say, but his stomach looks as if he had like a female dog. If they have pups, his stomach looks like that. Pretty sure it's a, he, we know he didn't have kids. He's literally has a fat stomach laying in the river, probably crushing salmon. And then the last couple winners are weird. Like the second to last winner looks like a giant, almost like stuffed animal. People got to look this up. I wish we had visuals for this, but the one. Well, I mean, the- are they just like domesticated? I mean, it seems no, like. A- no, 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 no. They're in the wild. This is all in the wild. I, I, well, they're in the wild. It's not like. A- they're that big. I mean, I'd be not concerned for health. But I'd be wondering if they are like pretty domesticated. Wow. Oh. Well, they're making, they have a shop. Um, anyway, let's see. Uh, oh, it's uh, talking to, they're kind of praising the fat bears in here. They're kind of telling them to embrace it. I think it's like maybe. Oh, yeah, like fat positivity, but for animals. Maybe that's what it is. Like body positivity. I, just, I saw this by chance and it kind of went viral a little bit. Um, probably I saw it because of Montana. But it's like a Yas Queen, a Slay. Oh, uh, with your thickness or whatever like that. Well, Lord G I coming, mean, that sort maybe of thing. Like 435 Holly. Like I can see her kind of embodying that. 747, he's a I keep calling him a guy. Maybe it's a girl. I don't know. Um, but got him. You think this is like I was like, ooh, a viral competition. How long has this been going on? Since 2014. But you've had Three years, the same bear won with different photos. Very weird. Like almost like a dating website. You got a photo in a pool by the side of a pool. 
and then out on land looking like kind of a camel i just think it's 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 adorable i mean it's the same jacob you're losing me here you're not convincing me that this is a clownish moment slash trend slash person uh you know it's it's you're failing me here it just sounds like oh these are some big bears maybe you can just treat the audience around it because it's not exactly that no uh, but how how uh how bored does society have to get where they make a bracket of fat bears they watch on a live cam and then pick the fattest one? my teacher in high school would always just watch like the eagle cam of some baby eagles and really they'd be doing they really would be doing anything that's just that's <laughs> That's that's people for you. I mean, you, like Twitch, you know, it's really big. It's blowing up, and it's just like a lot of times people are just like reading the chat. And it's like, what's uh, even the point of that? I mean, people are looking for mindless entertainment, or not even that. Yeah, kind of, well, not big bears aren't exactly mindless, but you know, it's just it's 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 better than you know just sitting there. Then people don't want to read. They don't. They want to take their mind off of something. Maybe COVID, you know, COVID helped that a little bit more i would say well isn't mindless entertainment pretty much clowns in a sense or maybe this isn't the time for this discussion i, don't, I, don't, I, don't think, it is. I think i think we, we we can discuss this later in in a, in a later <laughs> section wait did you read two sections did i read two sections yeah of your two parts for two points of your uh top five that you wrote Read them? No, I went on their website. Oh, had, yeah, that's my second one, though. I no, read, no, Jacob, we're supposed to alternate here. Dang it, Jacob. I thought yours was a TikTok one. Son of a... Oh, no, I wasn't doing a TikTok oh, one. Uh, I was just bantering with you. Oh, okay, God. Okay, well, take it away, too. I, I'm an idiot. Just go. Just say... Mine, mine are all very elaborate. You should know that's when I'm getting into them. Okay, okay. So, if anything... Over time, uh, no, in the 1980s, 1990s, even in the 2000s, there was this whole thing where it's like, hey, we're buddies. Let's start a band, you know? We could do great things, you know, a summer band. I think um, starting a podcast is now the new uh, let's start a band. I mean, that's very easy for anyone to get into. I mean, we got on iTunes, we got on Spotify, all that sort of thing. And I mean, there's... 850,000 active podcasts, you know, it's podcasting is easier to start than ever. But, um, no, here's the issue. Here's the issue with that. A lot of people, they have like no idea what their podcast identity even is when they, uh, start and then they just try to sloppily incorporate it into some theme, but it just, it's like, <laughs> like, what did they even start with? This doesn't even make sense. Like, <laughs> Like, let's look at this uh, podcast known as Clown Hour. Oh yeah, these. <laughs> God, okay. uh, not not our Clown yep. Hour, but uh, Clown Hour, as in another Clown Hour by Piper, Katie, Ariana, and Kaylin. Uh, let me read the description for you. Hey, we're four teenagers that are mostly attached to five guys who. I think they meant don't there don't know we exist cry and laugh an emoji we'll be talking about all the stuff that goes down within the fandom at the end of each week enjoy they they do have a bear photoshop logo there now so it's uh so these five guys are one direction i didn't know they're still a thing even there i don't uh, think they are 
No, this was this was published in 2020 in uh, June. Well, these I don't maybe they're tracking them, but I I'm pretty sure uh, at least two of them are on their own now. What on earth? I didn't. I thought this was actually like clownish, like ours. I didn't know this was like. Uh, no, no, no. This is just they're just. I think the clowns are the people who are on it. Not like they're not talking about clowns. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, so they all they had is like an intro. Uh, the, the episode's title is kind of an intro. Don't work. I assume they meant worry. It's gonna get better. God, <laughs> and it's uh, I listened to it as fifty second, fifty six seconds. And, you know, my my guess is that these competitors in the clown hour market that arose, they probably just did this in a day. You know, they probably just like yes, yeah, a weekend. Let's do this, and then they just stopped. They just gave up on their podcast. Unlike clown hour podcast, oh, we like our podcast, we don't give up. We're still going as strong as ever. Although we're these so people, strong. we're slandering another. We have a really yeah. good logo. We're... They just put clown wigs on a One Direction album cover. Oh, that's what that is. I was, I was wondering about that image. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, all five members of the band. You found it? Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's what what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people who start podcasts, they they keep on starting these podcasts. A lot of people are starting podcasts. It's a big trend right now. And they don't know what they are going to do. They don't know where they are going to go, where they are going to end up. And they might say that they know what they're going to do. They might do some special theme, but it's in reality, it's like very illogical. And a lot of these podcasts, they don't, they don't have a conclusion. They just fizzle out. And then maybe the people return to them once every three or four months. So, uh, <laughs> I know, right? God, I don't, I don't know. People, <laughs> it's all about identity, and like we're we're kind of the gold standard of a clown hour. I, I don't know. I think I think we're the better clown hour. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's a good sign when we're slandering the competition when they can't even spell what they uh, put up. So it must be really <laughs> just teenage girls just assess with One Direction in 2020. Oh yeah, I guess I was gonna read the uh, analytics of a clown hour here. I just I, I'm not sure if we'll cut this out or not, but okay. I was our read... analytics or theirs? No, our analytics. Okay. Because you know it's been a good year for Clown Hour. We we you know we put an ad on. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. So we put an ad on Clownclusion, and we're currently at fifty cents. We've made fifty cents this year, folks. Jacob Jeez. and I are gonna split it. We'll each get a quarter each. Maybe go to Walmart and get a gumball or something. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I love those gumballs. And oh yeah, the blue ones. Happy day. Uh, so podcast performance, we're still getting a lot of viewers. I'm not sure who's listening to our podcast right now, but we're getting, we're averaging about 10 to 25 viewers a month. Really? I, I, I'm actually surprised. That's a Facebook. I keep on getting good traffic through a Facebook. Uh, people are like liking the page and also like liking our posts and, interacting with stuff there i don't know why but our facebook is getting good attention our instagram isn't we haven't got any new followers there but 
Uh, so mm-hmm. overall, our podcast history of clowns is doing the best right now. It's 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 blowing the other ones out of the water. It's it's got more than a hundred plays right now. And you know what? what I think that is. <laughs> I think people are like unironically like you know they might be doing like a project for like a class and they're like no I'll do a history of clowns and then they come and find our podcast and they're like oh no and then they, they probably turn off but they, they listen for that first two minutes there and we're getting a lot of traffic because of it clown hour is bigger than ever um geographic location 80 for seven percent of our listeners are in the United States. Ireland's 4%, Germany's 3%, Australia's 1%, oh, yeah. United Kingdom's only 1%, sadly, uh, Spain's less than 1%. See, that means we've had more than 100 listeners if you have less than 1%. So that's a positive there. That, no, that is true. No, that's- and South Korea is less than 1%. I'm proud of that one. I'm proud of that one for me. I, I, I'll take the South Korea as a badge of honor, but... um. So, yeah, we're worldwide, baby. I bet Ooh. our One Direction counterparts can't say that. Well, they can't even spell right. So, yeah. That's, yeah. We're really doing well in that 18 to 22 demographic of 65%. wonder you know, why. 45 to 59-year-old listeners. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's probably your mom, right? Is it my one? No, I don't. After the first version, she said, This is garbage. I'm not listening to this. So, yeah, you know. That's kind of sad. But yeah, it was was a sad night, but you know, we're better. No, I actually, I am curious who, uh, I'm curious how they have that data, to be honest with you. Because if I go on Spotify and other podcast apps, so, you know, if also, I just want to mention before we go on to, uh, I guess I'll do two sections here since you did. Yeah. um, Before we go on there, you know, it's been a, uh, you know, we don't, we probably won't do this podcast that much, but these specials, they, they turn in good numbers and I have always a fun time making them. I mean, we got a hundred views off the last one. That's like double our total plays. That I am shocked. I don't know. I agree <laughs> with your theory on that, but yeah, that, that the Keegan yeah, that, one, that's my highlight of the year, but maybe I should rethink some things. I didn't like that Keegan one. I didn't like it at all. Oh, I liked it. I know you didn't like it. That's why I liked it. <laughs> that, that one was miserable for me. But uh, let's see. What else do we have? What does that mean? Well, I guess I could get more money. Is that what that means? But anyways, we might be getting a dollar here. But anyways, what was I going to say? Oh. Overall, you know, it's been a good year for Clown Hour. And, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to end on a high note with here. And if you ever search up Clown Hour on Google, we have that search engine optimization on lock. Everything's just a podcast if you search us up on Google. I don't know. You know, Clown Hour is an ingenious tile. It was, it was great. Yeah. But on to my next one. This is one is where I get a little bit political, I suppose. Uh-oh. Uh, so, you know, it's the holiday season. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the growing meaninglessness of words such as clown, but we're not going to talk about clown here. Uh, I just This is a recent tweet I saw by someone like verified on Twitter that got a bunch of likes. <laughs> this is, What's a I bunch? Kinda, what does a bunch mean? Thousand plus. Oh, okay, okay. This is your annual reminder that not everyone celebrates Christmas. The default to Merry Christmas as a normal greeting 
It's also white supremacy culture at work. If someone celebrates, by all means, wish them a Merry Christmas. But so many people don't. Sincerely, a white woman. So, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The ending, man. The ending is like the weirdest part. No, I thought the ending was my own addition. Oh, okay, okay. God, I thought that was for real for a second. Oh, God. You didn't sign off with that. But, you know, uh, my issue with this is that Merry Christmas is now white supremacy. And, you know, this diminishes actual, uh, you know, when you say something, someone's a white supremacist back in like 2015, I would, I would say that meant that Merritt said they're actual racist skinhead, you know, part of KKK or something like that. Kiki torch type stuff. But like, uh, you know, white supremacy and, you know, it's like more black Americans are Christians than like white people. Like that's 79% of black Americans, uh, 70% of white people, according to a 2008 study, 2018 study. Um, oh, okay. So when you say that this is white supremacy, it just, it's, it's invalidated because like of all races in America, um, well, probably not Middle Eastern, I would say, but um, every race outside of like Middle East like white people are the least religious, like or least Christian. So that's like you're just white supremacy has become a blanket blanket term. I feel like this year, or maybe it has become going towards that. But this is where I get canceled. But um, well, this is, <laughs> this is why that's what I feel like. This keeps on happening. Like racist being called racist also pretty popular. I feel like uh. Everyone who voted for Trump this year was a racist. Imagine if they took that. Well, yeah, like literally, I feel like some people are calling like everyone who voted for Trump or everyone who was a Republican a racist. And I mean, so then, like, when you have actual racists here, it's uh, it's it just it falls flat. I feel like the word racist, or like when people get called racist, I feel like they might end up turning I'm unironically saying yeah I'm a racist and start start aligning with actual racist talking points and a lot of this is um going towards more of a feel like a news speak because at the same time when this is happening when these terms are growing in their um depth and width of what can be applied um other terms are just being canceled or they're not being canceled but they're just trying to be exiled I know um I just saw something like picnic, uh, not a college recommendation of what words should be used. Picnic's not a word that can be used. Brown bags, not a word that can be used. Wait, wait, wait. Picnic? What? I think uh, because I think picanini, I think that was a slur. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, it's not related to that at all, but uh, don't want to use that anymore. Brown bag, I guess, maybe it has the word brown in it. I'm pretty sure brown bag just refers to a brown bag, but maybe I was wrong. Yeah, they tried to make a slur. I was reading it, and it's like they were trying to make a slur history towards it, but uh, then I checked out, was it Snopes, I believe, and they said that was false. But, uh-huh. you know, people are going along with its narrative anyways because it makes them feel like they're accomplished. And my issue with a lot of this is that when you call things white supremacist and you call things racist, a lot of these things you're calling racist and white supremacist, uh, it diminishes actual progress. Like, I mean, how much of this, like we could have had some genuine police reform and then it got, it got bogged down because when you look at like things like defund the police or it got bogged down by like, saying just, it's like, Oh, these things are also racist. We should look into that. It, there was, 
place our focus because there is, I believe, racial discrimination by police. But and I believe some, I think most people could agree there is, could be some reform there. But then there's just these blatant terms that are thrown out that just come alienate people. And it makes them feel like, oh, I don't actually agree with that anymore. Huh. And, yeah. you know, that's my political take. Uh, Jacob, what do you have to comment on that? Okay. Uh, no, no, real quick, just going off what you were saying. Uh, one note to the tweet: uh, Jesus was Middle Eastern, so he probably um, the whole yeah, holiday. Yeah, Jesus is whitewashed. No, oh yeah. Okay, well yeah, yeah. I won't get into that, but yeah. But the point is, the holiday is based around him. He he's a Middle Eastern, so there you also, go. Also, also, uh, did I talk? Oh yeah, I guess also. You know, I'll give this for balance. Um, you know, these words are thrown out like there's a war on Christmas. That that's that's such a boring. You heard it again on Fox News, and it's such a drab conservative talking point because it's it's not really true at all. I don't like you can say, oh, look, they're saying Happy Holidays, but that's like, I mean, most people say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, or at least I do. And you know, I don't think people are really that offended. There might be that one video where it's like, oh, Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer is problematic, but. I'm not sure if you saw that, but then like, uh, they bring that up and that was like three years ago. And it's like, why are you still talking about it? They, they try to find this ammunition or also Biden was like far left or socialist. Trump kept on saying that. No, he, Trump could have had some valid arguments against Biden, but he just, he gets derailed by calling him the socialist. It's like, who's going to buy, buy into that? Your conservative base is already going to believe that, but independence, you're going to be like, I've seen his policies and he's, not really anywhere close to being far left or socialist. Most leftists probably dislike him more than Republicans. But you know, that's uh talk for another day. So yeah, no, God, there's a lot there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh I'll, I'll give you a little breathing there. God, okay. <laughs> no, no, I uh, I'm a political science major. Yep. No, that's yeah, that's good to point out actually. You're not just like spitting whatever comes to mind yeah um i yeah i guess i'll go on to my third and this time i'll alternate to you um yeah <laughs> this, this one oh god okay i have a question for you do, that's do a really um yeah what so when you think <laughs> this uh we'll see how you answer it um when you think of a trump rally in 2020 what what comes to mind um no, I don't want to get too political here. You know, no masks, uh, a lot of red hats. Okay. Oh, that one time where uh, Trump left a bunch of people like at airstrip. Oh, yeah, where yeah. Where was that? <laughs> Minnesota. That was a good moment. Minnesota. And, uh, you know, a lot of people grooving, jive, vibing, you know. Oh, okay. Well, yep, yep, you're right. And uh, kind of... <laughs> Going on your last point there, um, the one I think this is arguably the most clownish thing I saw the whole year. Um, So, yeah, in 2016, rallies, like build the wall, a lot of chanting, screaming, and that that continued. There's a pandemic. All that could be talked about. But um, there's this little tune (laughs) by the village people um, called the YMCA. And I swear, every time you saw a rally on TV, they might show some things he said, but then every time you'd hear the dun da da dun 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 dun
um, from suffering I mean, through more of that. But uh, no, that every every rally you would hear the YMCA, and you know, it's I think it's a likable sign um, by many. I I like it. But then what you see next is very weird. Um, so uh, President Trump, I guess, yeah, he's still the president. Um, he he would walk out on these big stages, like thousands of people there, and he'd go out and he'd have his fists and he would stand there and uh, kind of pump them up and down by his sides, walk around a little, look at people, kind of pump them out. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? I, I watch it. He was a good dancer. I guess I, I, well, I respected his moves. I, okay. Well, you viewed it differently than me. I, this I can't be a great answer, political divide here. but, uh, I guess this is a divide of some sort. Um, I saw it and I was like, well, I can't dance, but maybe I'm better than I thought. Cause what he did, and maybe there is some art in that you do such a simple movement. Um, and the people go nuts and yeah. maybe, maybe people try to overdo it, I guess. Maybe you have a point there, but like that's a Gangnam style, you know. That's true. I, I would not compare this to Gangnam style, but uh <laughs> you know, it it was special and then the people loved it and I don't know, I think it was amusing to all. Some found it relatable to his presidency, other found it as like, you know, this guy he has a political rally, but it turns into a dance off kind of. I don't know. It, did, it, was, it was great. Did those people order a cease and desist? I can't remember. I think like a lot of people have done that with Trump. They're like, you can't play our music at at your rallies. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if they've listened to those. I know a few of them, they've said, you know, they don't want this music played, but then a couple of days later they're playing it, but maybe eventually they stop. I'm, I'm assuming they do. And that, that would make sense. Yeah. The village people, um, it's, it's an ironic group to be playing a song at a Trump rally. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it there. But. Why is that? Uh, <laughs> tell me, uh, tell me, Jacob. Uh, the village people is, and I don't know the exact meaning of the songs. I know he plays another song that's about, uh, Vietnam, like against war and everything that that's a different story. But, uh, the village people is, um, I guess you would say progressive group of uh, guys. I know there's at least a few um, g- gay men in the group. I don't know if they're still alive, actually. But um, they're they're very progressive and kind of a liberal group. And then you have this song blasting at kind of a right-wing rally. But people love it. You know, music, it brings people together. All races, all dance moves. So maybe, maybe, maybe it kind of showed us all something. But uh, his dancing was... Something I'll never forget. Out, like Donald Trump is fan and supports uh, YMCA facilities. Oh, okay, okay. You know, all yeah. You know, I played. Yeah, the YMCA. Good memories there. Good memories. Um, not not related to the song, but no, uh, <laughs> no, 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 not about me being. Did you ever do like the full? Did he? So he didn't do any big arm movements. Before I go on. He didn't ever do like the actual letters, like with his arms. See, that's I'm picturing in my mind. I saw this video on Instagram. Um, no, I think he. I know all his advisors. While he was doing his little like fist pumping action, um, his advisors would start doing it around him, and it was real awkward. But like the crowd loved it. It, it was it was an environment, all right. Um, I don't know if he did. I want to say he didn't, but that doesn't make sense. 
unless if he actually kept fist pumping through the YMCA part, there's there's something almost criminal there. But um, I I don't know, I don't know. But last thing, I know we got to move on. But the last thing I found funny about this is that this song became like a political like. Uh, statement because he kind of I guess some people were like oh he killed my favorite song you know it's a Trump song now because every time and then when he lost people were doing the YMCA in massive crowds I think in DC and New York and it I don't know the YMCA song is back and it's it's better it's than back that. in action after that That's, yep yep indeed I wasn't Oh yeah, I guess like after yeah, after by M one people went to the streets. That's just, I felt that was just kind of odd. Like, what was that even about? <laughs> but no, that's uh, it's like, oh, screw you! Now we're gonna go get COVID to make you even look worse as you exit. But the virus loved it. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> uh, so you know, kind of going into that, I'm gonna. This is a year. Uh, this is a year where I kind of like uh. I feel like it was a year of confusing ideology. So I'm going to celebrate some of those with uh, my next section here. Uh, you know, and, you know, let's start with a simple one. These get gradually more loaded as time goes on. Um, 5G causes COVID, but also COVID is fake. Wait, one sec. <laughs> yeah, think about that. Hours one. cause it, but COVID's fake. So is 5G fake? No, 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 you don't. That wasn't what I was again. But those people, they're the same people who are saying like these 5G towers are causing COVID. But th- those people are also saying that it was like a myth or whatever. And, you know, I don't know what side of the political spectrum that is. Probably authorite, but, um, sorry, authoritarian, right? But, you know, it was uh, interesting to see. You know, a lot of people did love sort of like, double, uh, you know, fisted handsprings, that sort of thing. No, doing some gymnastics to work with their ideology here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next one. You know, I'm a big fan of Glenn Greenwald. And he, you know, I, was, yeah, I read recent, you don't like, people don't like him, actually. I think he's, I know who that is, actually. Really? Okay. I, let me he's see. But, yeah. but anyways, uh Here's something that he said recently, and I, I believe this is kind of a fault of the media, but also just uh, because media, I admit, they kind of have a narrative to a lot of these things, especially in COVID, I believe. I mean, they also kind of already went into, into this. You shouldn't go to mass gatherings in church, but attending larger protests is okay. I, I, it felt like, you know, and this is like in the same time frame, I feel like. I was like in May, I believe, and it was like right after like you were saying, I think it went to the Supreme Court or something. I can't remember what happened, but it was right after like, um, that was right after a lot of this church stuff happened. And like, you were like, you should open up these churches. But then like the, the media was very negative towards the overall, I would say, if we're speaking as a whole towards them. But then like the protests came around, like those just exploded. Like, I mean, I'm, I think a lot of literally, people literally, they literally, you know, I don't want yeah, to get into the riots. I don't want to get into the riots. I can, I can see a police building on fire in my head right now. You can't tell me they didn't. Not police building. No, they went after these. If they went after the right buildings, maybe that would send a proper message. They didn't go after the right buildings, so it just looked. looked I'm not talking about the looting. I'm talking about that one night in Minneapolis when it all began. 
they they did try to burn down a CNN building. I was like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, no. that was my satisfaction. I was like, now they're going after the right people who are creating this divide uh, in between us all. But yeah, I think a lot. I think that was sort of a media narrative. If we're going to talk about political uh, here, uh, next one. <laughs> all these are going. All these ones are going to get gradually more loaded. Uh, this one I just had talked to a conservative council member, but um, here in Montana, you know, small government, limited government is great, but however, we're removing the powers of allowing municipalities to control firearms, and we're planning to reduce the powers of local health departments to control COVID. Wait, 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 wait. Is this you saying this? Is this a council member? I'm very confused. What is being said right now? Uh, this is a Republican legislature. That's right what now. I thought, but yeah. I didn't hear you say that. So I was like, I was very confused by that. But yeah, yeah. No, this isn't me. This isn't me saying it. But it's like right now they're going after, or the legislature is planning to. I just wrote a story on this. They're going after uh, reducing like these local health departments. Because I think. Uh, people did realize that these local health departments have more influence than the state really does. I mean, just look at Miles City. There's a mask ordinance, but in like Montana, but who's really following that in Miles City? Like literally no one, but um, not literally, but practically no one. And overall, I believe that it was kind of just, now they're just like, yeah, sorry, we don't want, it, it's, I believe that um, a lot of the funding is also misplaced with COVID stimulus bills, but uh, I won't get into that right now. I don't believe corporations need bailed out, I believe. What are you but. trying to say? What are you trying to say? Don't be what am I trying to say? I We'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll be nice. Okay. <laughs> oh, here's a big one. This, is, <laughs> this isn't the biggest one. But I'll go into two things here. This okay. is my bigger talking point for this section. Well, after this one, you know, gender constructs are a myth, which, you know, I kind of agree with. I believe that a guy can wear a dress all he wants, you know, wear makeup, wear mascara. What do you mean they're a myth? Gender constructs? Well, gender, sorry, gender constructs are a myth, but they are, they are a construct. I believe that. Oh, okay. Sorry, my, I phrased that poorly, but yeah, it's like, um, I believe a guy can wear a dress, a, girl can wear like jeans or like i don't know guys clothing all, all she wants but then the same time this is where i get canceled at the same time uh you know gender non-binary is a thing and it's, it's confusing what gender non-binary actually is when i believe you know gender constructs like what is this concept of gender gender is so uh out there now that it's kind of hard to even say what gender non-binary really means and all that what's what's jacob's that is that a question <laughs> okay um you're saying it's hard to know what gender means with non-binary is that what you're trying to say i'm trying to follow well, no i'm i'm saying that we we're kind of going towards more a society where gender was viewed as more of a construct where you didn't have to fit in a role of like you have to do like guys or you know that sort of thing or like um you know you have to wear a dress 
<laughs> well, I think this kind of fits my uh, this whole conversation. Um, both sides. I get confused when we start talking about it. To be honest with you, um, I still- it is, it's a very confusing thing because it's uh, it's like what is gender non-binary besides just saying that you just don't identify as a gender? But what is gender then? It's a kind of a circular conversation. It, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, isn't it just not having a gender and um, yeah i i mean i guess that's a good question i uh i mean it's so easy to just be i mean what is gender non-binary because right now i can say i'm gender non-binary and then i'm gender non-binary okay yeah <laughs> see i don't know i'm not gonna gender non-binary for the rest of the podcast and the rest of life but oh that's a statement okay I, i'm staying out of that one but um anyway <laughs> no. um that is a statement but i i don't think what i don't think uh like what is transition towards that like what is leaving a gender oh you know what this is almost like um I don't want to get into too philosophical yeah. discussion, but I mean, this is not the type of conversation you'd probably have in college. This is right. interesting though. It is, it is philosophy. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. This comes down to philosophy and that's, it is interesting. It's very confusing. Um, I've followed you off and on here, but um, yeah, I guess what does it mean to become non-binary and hmm, questions, yeah. questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I was just going to – now, this is where I talk about the song. One second. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry, I, I can't – I'm just not going to swear. Uh, what Ass P Word by Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Wait. Oh, God. Okay. I didn't know what you were – I was like, wait, what? Are you calling your brother something? Or, okay, yeah. <laughs> The song, the song by. Oh, uh, no, this is where I really was like, I don't, I don't, I felt like I was falling out of like any political identity. If, uh, you know, I like to consider myself a feminist more or less, uh, you know, on the lowest case of feminist. You know, I might not pass a purity test, but overall, I mean, I still kind of consider myself this. You know, this song really got me thinking, you know, let me read some of the quick lyrics. Thinking about what is what I'm curious. <laughs> Okay. Where did I put the lyrics? Uh, I have I have a tab. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'll probably cut this part out. Just wait, Jacob. Be careful and make sure you're looking up the song and, and make that clear. Okay, images. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that look, that look when he's looking this up. God. Uh, <laughs> His eyes get all big. He zooms into the screen like he's going to become the image or something. Yeah, you dealing with some wet, 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 bring up And I'm out with this wet, wet, wet Give me everything you got with this wet, wet, wet Beat it up, baby, catch a charge Extra and extra Put this right in your face Swipe your nose like a credit card Hop on top, I wanna ride I do a giggle, I'm kinda wild Look at my mouth, look at my thighs This water is wet, come take a dive Tie me up 
Oh, but anyway. Okay. That last part, you were like, you were there right there. Okay. <laughs> I was really there in the song. But anyways, I, I mean, I scented myself. But actually, I'll probably, in the podcast, I'll probably just play the, have you heard the censor version? I have not. I have not heard the censor version. Actually, yeah, let's listen to this. It's hilarious. Before, before I go further. Yeah, Where, yeah. Where's my phone, though? No. I'll be honest. Those I haven't are- really listened to this song. I've seen it a little online, but I, I was like, nah, I, I'm not going to listen to it. Um, yeah, I should just discuss this. Well, actually, no, I did. I asked a friend. Who, she said she said she's a big fan of it. They censor it. This is... Okay. If... If you just have that, that <laughs> I feel like that could be some like background club music almost. I don't know. Yeah, it makes a girl's bump, you know. Sorry, but that's a clean version. It heats up there at the end. Once again, <laughs> we got some like club stuff at the end there. In between, I uh, even since I get distracted by some of those lyrics. Um, yeah, that's, that's a clean the wrong way to put it, actually. But um, no, it's very—I uh, don't know—Big Mac and stuff. I knew the why the song was famous, but I didn't know they had that those kind of innuendos. I guess we can call them. But you know, know, you know, here's the thing, Jacob. So this song is like celebrated by women, female empowerment, women empowerment. I don't like to say the word female, but yeah, woman empowerment. But you know. I don't get where the line is with female empowerment and like not sexualizing women. Because I mean, this is a song where it's, it's all about that. It's all about sex and stuff. And I don't even, I don't care for like most rap songs that are just all about that, but um, it was, it was really celebrated, but you no, know, I'm being told to like, I'm supposed to celebrate and like maybe even cherish such a work. But, you know, I'm still in the position where I feel like gross watching the sexualization of women being used to uh, sell like a greasy, thick burger from Hardee's, you know, or like, you know. Oh, yeah. Late night commercials. Yeah. yeah. The GoDaddy commercial, like where it's just like, oh, hot woman, you buy product, that sort of thing. And I mean, like this, I feel like that's blatant, just like kind of commodification of women almost. And uh, you know, then that song comes out, and this is uh, this is where just uh, this is where I kind of just got into this idea just for this moment because it, it it's confusing. Like where where is this line in like empowering women, or you know, just being like, um, yeah, this is sexist. But you that, know, that is a question, my my friend. That uh, that if. Um, and I, I don't know where that is. I've, I've wondered that on many things. Um, and is it, um, I'm going out there right now, but, uh, is it, who does it? Is that what it is? You think? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am curious. Cause I do you know, there was that, I run into this question. I don't want to talk about this movie because I just sound like a basic conservative, but there was that movie, uh, cuties. Did you ever, did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Cuties? You really didn't hear about oh, that? Wait, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Netflix. I thought you said acuities, but no. No, cuties. Yeah, I, I heard about that. And I was like, some people were defending it because it was made by some a black woman, and therefore it's all right. But 
I, I mean, it's still, at least in our American culture, it, it completely felt, um, yeah, sexist, I would say. Well, not not sexist, but just it didn't feel, it felt like they were sexualizing underage kids. And, you know, a lot of people view that. It's like, yeah, being empowered by dance and twerking. But, I don't know, like when the posters, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't, that isn't a message that's sent to me. Yeah, I I heard about this controversy. Uh, yeah, it God, there's there's a lot of I don't know, man. That I I am serious. That line between empowering and sexualizing. Um, maybe someone knows where it is. I'm not sure where it is, but I don't think no, it's my we, job to know. It, it, so. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, Mary, it's not our place to discuss this, but yeah, you know, that's just something I was wondering about. Um. Also, you know, it wasn't a bad song. I don't think it was that bad, but just well, I mean, those two parts—that—that's club music. Yeah, it brought some heat to that. it. It really did bring some heat. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I don't want to know about bucking a mop and why you need it. That yeah, that that is that's unique right there. I'll I'll give props on that little um, beginning section. A little poetic. Uh, yeah that's some poetic justice right there but anyway um okay uh, so wait 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 I, oh yeah one more thing you know, yeah, also, yeah. I think there's also i think it's like i'm about like uh you know what was it supporting sex workers as in like decriminalizing prostitution because i think that makes those people's lives really dangerous and i don't think it's gonna go away anytime soon i'm not for legalizing it i don't that doesn't really fit with my political ideology oh okay yeah but then also, I see people using that as just like, yo, support sex workers. Uh, and OnlyFans got really big this year. So like, yo, support sex workers. Here's my OnlyFans. You pay me $15 a month to see pictures of me. Oh, yeah. That got real big. <laughs> I might cut that part out. Yeah. But I just I always thought that was like, you're deriding the whole movement there when you do stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. I think I've waited into this one enough. I'm going to stop here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this, is, this is my hill I'll die on. This is when I'll, I doubt it. You know, not enough people listen to this podcast or I'll get canceled. But, you know, oh, maybe I don't think you said anything. I don't, crazy. maybe. Gender non binary, I might have. I don't, I didn't say, I mean, transgender, I know that sort of thing. It's like, it's like really, I'm polarized. Not, yeah, yeah. It's just such a unsteady ground that if you say anything that isn't, this mainstream sort of thing then you're probably going to be in trouble yeah i don't know i think we're kind of exploring it so i i, I think you're good um Anyways, i'm too serious let's get you jacob you have all these comedy ones here right uh well yeah this one's dark humor i guess i don't know <laughs> i don't okay whatever we'll talk about it the last one i find funny might be the ravings oh. of a lunatic but anyway this one um so we have Chaz in Seattle. Um, it it kind of came alive. I feel like near the end of all the protesting for uh, racial equality. Um, I think it came after much of the looting on cable TV, um, the cars burning and all that. Um, I remember watching like a Fox News segment where it's like someone just standing outside uh, reporting on it, but then like there are just people behind him looting, and the cameraman just started focusing on that. <laughs> exactly yeah um and what a summer what a summer to have a tv anyway um, 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this summer, speaking of this summer, you have uh, Chaz and maybe I'm trying to think back. Maybe it's kind of dragged into the fall, actually. But like you start this whole summer, it started a guy. Um, I, I he got a guy got murdered, and then all these protests and then looting and all this happened. Um, and I don't know personally. I would not have guessed that things would have exploded as much as they did. But I did not think anyone was going to make an autonomous zone um, like they did in Seattle. I think I already said it, but yeah, it's called Chaz, or it was, I should say, um, and. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't want it was I guess it was kind of a it was free from I maybe government too, but I know the big thing was like it's free from cops. We can live without cops. They took over like a block or so. I'm not exactly sure, but they took over part of the city. And you know, depending on your ideology, that might be funny, it might be a hill some people would die on. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so you don't have cops and I don't know, I'm going to say things are going well, who knows? I wasn't there. Um, but you have this going on and then I don't know how long it went on for, but the mayor eventually called in the cops to end this cop free zone. I was really hoping it would implode. Just well, it, I think it did. It sounds like it because what I read, um, I want to say it's Vox. That may be wrong, but what I read on it is four people were shot, and um, four people were shot, and there were sexual assault allegations in this area that was deemed like we want to live without cops. We don't need them. We can be a peaceful community together. Um, that did not happen here. And then, so pretty much, what started out as a we don't need the police here um, became, please come, please come. Um, they're shooting. And then all you hear is, well, this is, this is great right here. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll ignore that. Uh, what the hell's going on? Oh, never mind. I know what happened. Oh, edit, edit. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, you go from all this, you know, we don't need the cops and then people start shooting. And then who are you going to turn to? Oh, there you go. Wow. Yes. Good, guys. So there you go. They went from the terrible guys to the good guys who, and I don't, and I shouldn't say, and I, someone told me it sounded like they wanted the cops. And when people started getting shot, that may be incorrect, but the idea that they created this to get away from them and then they needed them to save them. It, um, it is some ironic humor there, but, uh, you know. Well, I think a lot of people were just like, with uh, defunding the police, I think it can work, but a lot of times when you just, people will just say defund the police, they literally mean defund the police, and then it just, it, that supports economic inequality, and it's kind of like, it's going to hurt minority communities more. Do you think they meant that? I, I took it as like the biggest blunder in a slogan ever made, like to make a slogan that has nothing to do yeah, with like one city. I, can't, I think it was, was it Minneapolis? I can't remember. Oh, they, yeah. Yep. They defunded police. And then yeah. it's like, oh, but then these people can just purchase private bodyguards, like these rich people or like the count. I think a councilwoman did that. And then it's like, so all that really does is make the lower class even like more crime ridden and at struggle to survive even more so. 
and then the upper class and the middle class are probably more stable and more secure in their own lives. No, that's more of a economic analysis of things. You say Marxist if you want, but um, that's just uh, my point of view on that. No, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I I didn't think of it like that at all. That's a good point. I I just took it as. Um, yeah, I think some people did take it serious. Like we don't want the police to be funded, but I also see a lot of people that said you're co-opting our slogan. It's defund the police. We want more people for mental health. We're not, we're shifting the budget. We're not defunding them. And then my question was, if you're not defunding them, what, uh, what, why do you have that as a slogan? It, it seems like basic kind of PR. Um, but you know, Things aren't basic anymore. And then you get more of this. So wow. that's how <laughs> that's how it works. Jacob discovered a soundboard. That that's all that's been going on. I but, tried uh, that one, but it didn't turn out well. But no, no, no I, not at all. And then it's like uh just like, oh, that's socialism, but it was like socialism, but do you know what intersectionality is? Uh, heard it. I should know it. Explain it again. Oh, you... intersectionality is like you gotta have a certain amount of like black people, like you have a certain amount of women, a certain amount of races, uh, and just like it's gonna fall apart if you're already that divided. It's like they had a permaculture garden, but for minorities only, I believe, and that <laughs> the time is so that's the type of thing that Fox News would not care about. But it's the type of thing that I just I I'm not about identity politics. That's my big that's i think the biggest clown moment in my my view in politics it just doesn't really help uh focus on much productive change but yeah uh, well, so, uh, how many have you had real quick i don't know if you doubled up twice if you were sneaky there or what happened how oh many no no i'm just kind of talking with you are you which which clown moment how many have you revealed to us uh i'm on I'm on my fourth one now. Okay, let's see if he dies on another hill, everybody. No, I'm not going to die on a hill. Uh, I'm not going to okay. die on a hill. Okay. I'm only going to slightly die on a hill. Actually, no, I won't get into it. Oh, actually, so there was, I have a, we'll get into that a little quick. Uh, just, it was, it was something funny I heard in councilman uh, meeting recently. It was like, uh, for listeners, I'm a state government reporter, but, uh, during a pot during a meeting, it was like there is some funding going to a park recently, and then you have the DSA. They're like the Socialists of America. I can't remember what it stands for. Well, they're saying like the parks aren't accessible and like equitable, even though the parks are like I would say like they're getting more funds parks so they could be accessible and stuff. But they just kept on complaining about it. I don't even know what like what is there about parks i'll probably won't include this in the podcast but i just i just wanted to rant about that real quick usually i try to understand things from every point of view but i just couldn't get that is it that you have to pay money to get into them are you like national parks is that what you're talking about yeah i, no, mean, no, I guess no, not national you parks, have to like pay just city parks just city parks oh I, I have no idea maybe they're in one part of the city more than the other i don't know I, I mean, I screw, I scroll through like uh, political forums. Like, I try to get a vast array, uh, vast array of political perspectives on things. But I just, I never, I didn't get that. But anyways, let me read you a quick uh, Rand Paul quote to go into my third uh, clown hour thing. Maybe this, maybe Rand Paul's the clown here. I'm not sure, but. You know, so Rand Paul, he recently blasted Congress for adding to U.S. debt with COVID relief bill. 
Uh, let me read his. Did he course. support the real quick? Sorry. Um, did he support the tax break? Tax break? He probably did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But anyways, he, in a very 12-minute speech on the Senate floor, a Kentucky libertarian said Republicans are no better than Democrats, tracting like money grows on trees. Okay, quote, today, many of these same Republicans will vote for a bill that makes modern monetary theory looks like child play in comparison. This monstrous spending bill presented today is not just a deficits don't matter disaster it is everything republicans say they don't believe in this bill is free money for everyone proponents don't care if you're fully employed or own your own house or own your own business if free money were the answer if money really grew on trees why not give more free money why not give it out all the time why stop at 600 a person why not a thousand why not two thousand and, you know, I just want to say, Rand Paul, great speech, great speech. You know, he's really insightful there. He says, why not give 2000 to everyone in the stimulus bill? Of course, he is saying that sarcastically. But, you know, it's a great speech because the stimulus bill just passed. I just saw it. Uh, Dad's watching Fox News again, and I just saw they were talking about. And, you no, know, I think everyone was angry at, like, it's been nine months since the last stimulus bill. Nine months, pretty much. And $600 is the best they can do. And, you know, you're still not getting paid, Jacob. I saw you retweet that one tweet. And you're still not getting, like, dependents aren't getting paid. And Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, Trump j- just signed it with only 600 being sent out to individuals. And, you know, Trump, he advocated for 2000 And you know, overall, I think everyone was actually in favor. At least everyone, including libertarians, are kind of mad because alongside this, they improved like billions of dollars for like uh, other aid to foreign countries. This is the omnibus. This was unrelated to COVID bill, but um, then people, then the best they can do is $600 per person. After nine months, you know, other countries are doing far better. Yeah. And we're still suffering over here. And no, I think the only person who, who, only people who I found really satisfied, if I was to use my political science era, was probably neoliberals. But outside of that, like people were reacting to Trump was like, just sign it. Come on, you just deal with it, dude. It's like, this is irresponsible. But for once, you know, I, I agree with Trump there. It should have been, it should have been far more. American people, I mean, they've been struggling for a while now. It's like, yeah, um, it just, um, that's, no, that's pretty much it, Jacob. I'm not going to get in my full rank here. I had something bigger planned, but okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm curious about that. I didn't the House pass something for two thousand dollars, and then the White the House, House did not. Well, the House tried to amend it. They tried to amend it, but then yeah, Republicans shot it down. They needed unanimous consent, so probably it was going to be Rand Paul if no one else. I can't remember who it was. It wasn't him, but. That's what I was confused about because I, I I know he said it and the house was like, yeah, like a bunch of liberals are like, oh, yeah, we're, we want the 2000. But then yeah, uh, well, I think it even if it went through the house, it probably would have been stopped by Senate Republicans. That's, I mean, Trump's a populist. So, I mean, he's going to be trying to advocate for such a thing. I think Trump had an easy path to victory this election and he kind of screwed himself over. Yeah, I think the virus. If if uh, if the virus doesn't happen or you control it differently, um, I think he wins. 
that's fine. Well, I think he could have just handed out people money again, like right before the election. I was like, man, this Trump guy, Trump checks, got to get his name on him. Woo. But some people would argue that uh, Pelosi didn't want that to happen, so she didn't agree to the bill. That's that's what some people think. Yeah, I um, yeah, I agree with you. I don't like Pelosi, anyways. She should quit. <laughs> that's what AOC thinks too, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I, yeah, some new, some new uh, Democrats. But all right, you know that's so Jacob. It's on to your final one. What do you have? Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Well, it's good for me. That that might not be a good sign for the listeners, but uh, anyway. So, you know, we're in a pandemic. I I've been doing remote classes. Um, for anyone who didn't know, and um, I don't know when this began. My grandmother is in her 70s. She got this app called Nextdoor. It's like a neighborhood kind of watch virtually, I guess. Um, Just a neighborhood app for the community to connect. Um, Then my mom got it. And my grandma's always telling me these funny things these people post on it. Um, I think she described it as a lot of um, like people that were adults that were really bored. They might be retired or something, but they're posting on this app. And um, I don't know. The next thing I knew, I got it, which, you know, am I any better? Probably not. Um, but anyway, so this app, if you live in the Southwest, you get to know about the animals here. And um, all five of them. All five of them. Let's see. Nah, more than five. But uh, you, you had me thinking there. Um, no, but you get to learn about coyotes, javelinas, all this stuff. And whatever, it doesn't matter. But um, the point is, coyotes, for anyone who doesn't know, it's not just, they're not just in the Southwest, but um, they're frequent here as well. And when you run into them, they run away. They get scared. They do not like people. If they have rabies, it might be different. I don't know. But I'm just on next door, kind of looking around. Um, I'm bored. And what do I find on here? I find people describing coyotes as if they're soldiers in a war or something. Someone says, <laughs> someone says something to the, I can't find this comment. I'll read a couple others, but one comment was something like this. A woman posts about her dog. What bit my dog? I don't know. Everyone's coming up with theories, you know, some great stuff to read. Anyway, this person, and then it turns into coyotes, how evil they are. They'll take your pets and stuff, which I think does happen. Never happened out here. We're in a more remote part. So some of the stories I question, but um, this comment was this, I don't let my dogs out after dark with the coyotes around. Um, they hunt in packs from 5 p- <laughs> from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. So apparently coyotes are vicious uh, killers. And then, and then I go on yesterday and I was thinking, you know, this next you door. You can hunt them, right? What? You can hunt them and kill them, right? Ooh, that is a good question. I am not a hunter, so I wouldn't know. They, they allow that here. You don't even need a permit. Really? I'm not sure if it's like, it might be like that here. That's, that's a good question. I, I don't hunt, so I'm not the wrong person to ask that. But um, He lives in Arizona, by the way. Yep, exactly. Arizona, the Southwest. Um, and so here are some comments that people left. There's, I'm, I would read one about someone claiming a Black Panther is wandering the area, 
but that's that's too ridiculous. Um, anyway, this is a minor one, but this one guy says on October thirtieth. Um, this is how this is how fascinating like this social media, if you want to call it that. This I guess this app is on a lot of social media. They will um, people make their lives look better than they are, but on this app, I think people just try to dumb things down to show how bored they are. So someone said, oh. coyotes, period. Hong <laughs> dogs are out hunting by almost full moon tonight. Keep your pets close tonight, exclamation mark. And then we're going to get into the worst comments. We have... Um, Is there like racism towards the coyotes? No, no. Um, someone claims that where they live, there's a coyote that wanders the top of the fence and one at the bottom. The one at the top is looking for dogs to kill, apparently. Um, Jeez, vicious, vicious packs here. Exactly. And, uh, but the absurdity doesn't stop at coyotes. This is, this is where this app. Uh, Wait, how old are these people who are talking? I'm just, I'm just curious. I don't know for family? sure. Um, my grandmother described it as like a lot of bored retirees and she is one to be clear. So um, that's what she characterized it as. There is all ages. I'm on it. So what does that say about me? Once again, you yeah, guys you ever DM any girls on the app? DMing. Oh, that that's, that's something right there. Hey, that's, I saw your coyote post. Like <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? That would be smart. Okay. He's giving me ideas, everyone. But anyway, um, this person has a Zoom. I'll leave it here. But this person has a Zoom doorbell. Um, and it is. I'll give it. It is very exciting for this app. Someone was at their door 3.30 in the morning. This this uh, brief description, this Caucasian male, he's balding. He comes up into their garage. Um, he's just wearing socks. He's snooping around. He doesn't live there. And then they send it out on the app. They say, anyone know who this is? This happened at 3.30 a.m. Um, we got it with our Zoom. And then, ring? yeah, on Ring. And they weren't wow. home. And then people went nuts. People love this stuff. They love coyotes. But humans, oh, my God. So these Human people, riding a coyote? Don't even get them started. Oh, they, oh my, wait, what? Oh, wait, the coyotes. There's, there's one more thing about the coyotes I forgot to mention here. Oh, God. Anyway, I'll, I'll leave that for the end. We'll end it on animals. But to wrap this up, so we have something actually interesting happens, but the people immediately get very uh, ridiculous. So uh, one comment is this. Only socks could just as easily indicate drug use. I suspect meth, although I would not rule out a neighbor either. Some people were saying it's a neighbor. Yeah, someone's saying it's a neighbor. They're coming over at 3.30 a.m. in the morning, you know, normal stuff. There's some jokes made about that. I don't blame them for mocking those responses. But um, then this is another one. Someone liked the comment about the meth, the, the detective that spotted the classical sock Meth. Classical sock meth user. Exactly. Um, this person, this person went on and on about it. They said, body language changed when he noticed the ring. He, this guy's really smart. Um, okay. Socks, <laughs> socks probably because he thought shoe tracks are easily. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> socks probably because he thought shoe tracks are easily seen. 
but I agree. He's probably an active sk- <laughs> Okay. Active user, active in the community, and yeah. also I like how he puts it. Though he says he's probably an active scavenger meth head. It only takes one time for him to get the picture. Um, so you got those lovely descriptions. Um, and then so this clown moment of the year is just this app. It's kind of a hidden gem for comedy, but the people are serious on it. So maybe it's kind of scary as well. Um, but the last thing this gets me every time. Um, we'll see what everyone thinks about this, but this, there's this, so once again, we're going back to the coyotes and we have someone commenting. Um, it just gets ridiculous. So I'm trying to find it here on my phone, but, oh, here we go. Right here. So we have crazy noises. Did anyone else near Harrison and Snyder just hear a horrific cacophony. It sounded way too much like an animal screaming with many area dogs chiming in, not coyote kill sounds, not a small animal. And then this response, it's the best one. Just lots of coyotes sounded like a huge pack fighting by our house. Snyder slash soldier trail. I'm not a biologist. I don't think the packs go in the washes and fight. I'll say that. They, they do make loud noises. But uh, usually I can't get through that without uh, laughing hysterically and my family staring at me weirdly. But um, that, that's next door. And it takes a cake for my clown moments of the year. Hello, everyone. This is Alex. Um, just putting some finishing touches on the podcast. And that's right. Uh, we do actually edit this podcast. Um, you know, I was listening over this one part where my biggest clown moment was uh, actually myself. And I believe that was just um, maybe a bit too negative. It, it, it's been a rough year, but I mean, I don't want to just end on that sort of note where it's just like you, you can't always be critical of yourself. I mean, if if I was, and I probably wouldn't even make any progress on the podcast because, I mean, the podcast is it's, it's a joke in itself, really. And, you know, it's a new year, kind of, or it's about to be a new year. I'm finishing this on New Year's Eve right now, 8.20 p.m. And, you know, it it may not mean much, a new year. It's just another day, really, another day on the calendar, but another 24 hours. At the very least, though, it means that life goes on. Yeah, this year has been rough. It's just been hellish for me, like Jacob said, uh, and I believe it's been the same for a lot of people. You know, Christmas wasn't the best. Grandma was in the hospital. They didn't get to see her. But um, I just want to say, at the very least, it's it's a new year, and you know we gotta look for the bright spots. And I'm glad that I could report record this podcast with Jacob because the podcast is definitely one of them. Anyways, uh, if you are listening to this, uh, thanks for getting so far, and I'll let Jacob wrap this up. Peace. So, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Jacob, do you have any other comments that you'd like to make? No, um, not really. I think you put it really well. Um, I did not realize you'd had such a rough year, but um, yeah, no, new year. Um, Hopefully, our listeners, um, international and otherwise, um, have a good year. arresting up i guess um any emotional or physical trauma they've been through um 
And yeah, just thanks for uh, taking some time and listening to us this year, getting some laughs. Um, this will probably be one of the longer ones, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, we're glad you shared it with us. It's been a tough year, but uh, I think it'll next year everyone will be back better by summer. So yeah, I'm glad you shared moments with us. All right, stop the recording. Acquaintance be forgot and all lang syne.